Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. So we're live with another episode uh, of, of flag football talk. And, and it's, it's one of those weird ones where we can actually talk about not the history of flag football and things that we used to do. We're now talking about the, the future of flag football, what games that are coming up. And, it, you know, I think it's been well overdue now. But we are joined, first of all, by Steve Podmore. Pod, how are we doing today? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. And we do have the well, one half of a special guest. We've got Kenny from the UK Dukes. How are we doing? <laughs> Evening, gents. I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so, so first off, let, let's look at the, the history, the, the, the very first point of, of UK Dukes. I've, I've said this before. I was going through Facebook today trying to scroll back to, to the first ever video, 2016, according to Facebook, and three times my internet has crashed now. <laughs> can, can you remember the first video and what happened and what started it all off? Too, too many high quality videos. Um, the first video, yeah, we're looking probably December uh, 2016, I think. Um, so I'm a primary school teacher, qualified primary school teacher in a complete other life. Um, and I was teaching my children at the time to play flag football. Um, they were, you know, they really got involved. They, we, you know, show them all these uh the NFL season in six videos that you know get them excited and they saw the razzmatazz and the noise and they started to learn about players uh, Odell Beckham, Tavon Austin you know um, and had them really excited but when I whenever I left them you know with a ball when it was a, an unorganized practice um, they didn't know what to do with it they'd end up kicking the ball you know just trying to kick the ball over fences and stuff like that or playing rugby and tackling each other on a, on a concrete playground. So um, the very first idea was just with a couple of friends being like, look, these kids don't know what to do with a ball. If it's just you and a friend, two friends, three friends, what kind of things can you do at the park that you know can still be enjoyable, exciting? So I think the very first time we did it, it was either I, I got one of these bins from like B&Q, one of these big, massive, I don't know, dust bins type deal. And put it. I live on a second floor, second floor flat, and put it on the you know across the road. Health and safety. This was a long time ago. I've learned. I've learned better since then. Caveat. Uh, um, and I think it was trying to throw the ball out the window into the bin, and you know filming it and stuff like that. Um, and we went to a park as well, just a random basketball court, uh, just trying what looked cool on a video. Okay, catch it with one hand, catch it with two hands in a really awkward position throw it into the basketball hoop, that kind of thing. Um, and to be honest, the, the, you know, there's so many of these things where you're like, the first time it was just something fun for the kids to kind of see and maybe like poke a bit of fun at or laugh at a bit. But actually the videos, you know, tend, it just seemed to do really well considering no one really knew there wasn't anything like it. You know, we've not done anything like it before. Um, and so we just kind of carried on on that trajectory. And yeah, we're here. Fully, I can't believe it. four years later is ridiculous. It doesn't feel like that at all. <laughs> I mean, it's four years later, and again, a quick scroll through Facebook: twelve thousand nine hundred and seventy-seven followers. Yeah, it's been waiting on you guys for thirteen thousand. You've got to get you guys to follow. Yeah, you? yeah. Hopefully today. <laughs> and and they're all over the world as well, aren't they? That's the other thing. They are. I mean, they are. They we saw yeah. huge spikes, especially in so in Mexico. They have a huge, huge flag. Um, community that I think they had the statistic back then was something like 
80,000, you know, I don't, it was a ridiculous number of people playing flag on a weekly basis. And, you know, the weather's fine there all year round. So flag is what so many of them play. Boys, girls, like everyone just, you know, getting involved. So they seem to, we used to deliberately push videos to that, to their Facebook was a lot easier to manage back then in terms of pushing, you know, videos as well. Um, so we pushed them to like uh, Mexico, Germany, um, but in Mexico, especially, we, you know, we just get people sending these random videos, the whole text or whatever written in, in Spanish because it's like, it's like, oh, you know, translate it. And it's like, yeah, they were just trying out the catches and really happy to share that across so many, you know, across distances with people we'd never met. It was really cool, really cool. And, and, I, and I guess that's the thing. It's You picked it up because it's quite easy to pick up phones at that point now you, you can video yeah. yourself literally yeah. you go to a game or you go to a training session everyone can video yeah, somebody can. yeah and what you're was... doing i remember us we all did it we all did it when we we're training and with the hardest <laughs> on they've done and then they're trying it and it yeah. was it just yeah. captured everyone we said earlier it's like a perfect storm at the right time all that came mm. and there wasn't much content was there and mm. it's, it's fantastic and so, it was really i mean one of our one of our one of our real hard and fast rules initially was that everything we did, it was important that we didn't use or do anything that kids out there couldn't get their hands on. Right. So if it was just a, it was a, it was one mobile phone, you know, maybe like a, a 30 pound tripod or, you know, just something that yeah. if, if the wind blew too hard, it was going to topple over. <laughs> uh, but mostly it was just a mate holding the phone really and truly a football. And it, you know, if you, want to elevate that thinking it's, it speaks to the accessibility of the sport right but yeah. you know we weren't trying to push the the formal line it was just hey go and try this you don't need anything you've got your phones already get yourselves a ball go and have fun and, and that was mm. a real i think what well, that was one of the things that really you know pushed it as well because you, did, you people could pick it up and you know it was easy to to literally run with and where did you come up with the uk dukes what what made you call yourself the uk dukes is uh so it was there was a <laughs> it was basically <laughs> the, no 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 the, the very simple reason is we were looking for something kind of so britain is known for like royalty royals that kind of thing kings was a bit cringe um we had a big argument over having a name that could apply to both uh you know male and feet kind of in in terms of like jukes is only only boys can be jukes can you know um but actually then the wilson the ball is called the duke and uh, rumor, yeah. rumor has it that that might be i don't want any i don't want any i know um who is it marcus spencer is suing someone right now marcus spencer is suing someone right now so i don't want wilson to go about that and you but say yeah, we so. you say we who's who who else then at the beginning with you who's is it, is uh, so I, there was a no 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 it was a literally so i had i worked with a guy back then austin um so austin runs he's, he's so he's really amazing with social media and um, i think he runs right. it for either uh the works you know the shop the works that has all the cool oh. gadgets and stuff he runs their social media but back then austin was in university kind of working through his stuff so um it was mostly myself and him at the start and then we would enlist people from different teams just connections we had to pop down and you know film some bits and try some you know cool shots and it's it's funny what people will do if they get a video out of it you know <laughs> people are happy to to help out if they can post something cool on social media about it so mm. uh, and that was how it started it was just uh, austin really helped a lot in terms of like 
capturing the videos, editing them. Oh, he's got this idea. He's seen this thing he can do on the on the you know computer. So let's try this. And he's going to try and you know he was really that way uh, inclined. So a lot of the early videos he did. Um, yeah, and it was just a, it was the two of us to start with. Then you know life happens. People come and go and move on and, and you know life and um so then i ended up working with uh i met phoebe phoebe joined so i was working with nfl uk at the time uh, this is probably now 2018 um phoebe started in january 2018 uh and she and i just clicked instantly it was a you know um kindred spirit in terms of someone who understand understood football similar work ethics just you know um a great working relationship and it was just like ah oh. it just made sense to have everyone because she also spoke to i think what i saw very early on especially in primary school settings and a lot of people that teach in primary schools will tell you this uh a lot of the girls because they tend to mature physically as well as mentally caveat earlier than the boys they were the ones who were the leaders on the fields they were the ones who were taking up those kind of key positions and so mm -hmm. they were physically bigger as well at, at, you know 10 11 years old so it was like, why do we, if these girls are this good now, why don't we try and find a way to keep them in it and start feeding them into, you know, teams and structures where they're able to play and, and hopefully enjoy it going forward. So, you know, anyone who's ever met Phoebe or heard her talk will know that she's a great ambassador for things that she believes in. It was a, it was a no brainer at the time. Um, I think we kind of, I said to the working relationship, I'm, the kind of creative side she's the process you know we, do, we need to do mm. this 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 and she kind of keeps me grounded and i can say what i want because she's not here so she keeps yeah. me it grounded, does, it does come know. over in the videos as well you can see that it's a genuine whether people say that to you but you you, you believe everything you see you, yeah yeah the, the, the synergy with the two of you always seems to you know comes exactly. over as well, as well and like you say you can tell yeah. it's something you love just just from watching it and and again yeah. that helps it, 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 i know people who've seen it i know you know we've, we've been going for years and yeah it, the common it, theme underneath it about people enjoying yeah. it having fun and and you've yeah. captured that so well no I, it was it was so important to us um to be genuine because especially the american football community is quite a small one you know however you whichever, whichever way you want to take that um mm -hmm. so it was important that whatever people saw on on the, in the footage and the videos was what they would see if we were ever at a practice or if they ever saw us at a tournament or a you know a bafka convention or whatever that same so it was important that it was always genuine it was always authentic um and yeah you know as you said it's a great way you know it's really i'm really happy that that it it, it came across in the videos i mean yeah you've got you and tucker agreeing with you. kenny plus phoebe equals dream team <laughs> Mate, they, he does that every time. Pod plus Mar Marcus. <laughs> well. so don't team. play that one too. too <laughs> this wasn't me. I'm, it's not even me like, commenting this one. Uh, Same when we're on the field, mate, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> not like the, the four years of. of well, you say you're saying four years because you, you, you know, as you said before, you're not, you're not counting the. No, twenty twenty doesn't count. COVID, COVID took that one away from us. So <laughs> we're going to say three years. We're going to stick with that. <laughs> I mean, what, what's that one video that you've done? And you've just gone at, at that point you may have just gone you know we cannot get any better than this obviously you, you then progressed afterwards but Ooh. at that moment um, i'd say i mean i could i could there, there are some really cool videos that i like and I, I will speak to them to give you an answer afterwards but 
anyone that's ever done anything with me will know that we could do something genuinely really cool. And literally five minutes later, I'm like, uh, yeah, that was great. Like, what, what, what's the next thing? And I, th I think that's what's been the real. Not to, I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet. I'm just, you know, it's, it's a, it's been always been a very real case of, yeah, we don't, you know, almost not realizing what you've done because you're just already it's in the in the rear view. Um, coolest videos though, uh, we did a one of the ones I really enjoyed, just because I dreamt of it for so long, but I never thought I'd actually get a chance to do it. Um, Austin, who I mentioned earlier, he actually let us use his car, so we did a car video. Um, probably mid late 2017 early 2018 maybe where it was everything you've ever thought of you know like you're in practice and you're like oh i could catch a ball in a car i could i could hang out the sun you know at the sunroof and, and do whatever this that, and the other um so we found a an empty car park in a big old warehouse out in east london um took a couple of balls down and it was stuff like trying to throw the ball through the window catch it one-handed driving away um again catching it i've learned a lot you know and i've grown up a lot in terms of health and safety and you know not taking risks and stuff but back then it was just it was just the ability to do some things that you might have jumped but never thought really you know you think about something and you think ah, yes that's, that's a nice it's a nice thought but it would never really happen and you know um so that was fun uh the video there was a video happened quite by chance completely unplanned uh with obj i'm sure people have seen that um yeah, where i can't tell you how many different prayers i would say i was like don't drop it don't look like an idiot don't drop this ball just just catch it catch it catch it and then you know he didn't seem like he was going to stop at all he, i thought he was just going to keep going and i'm like dude I've, I've, I've caught like five passes let me just stop there um so that was cool but it's just i don't know anything that anyone can kind of watch and be mm. hopefully inspired by or just just think oh wow like that's actually okay okay and um, yeah is is fun um but I don't, I don't know if there's one particular video i'll pick up i'd pick where i'd be like oh we're not doing any better some yeah. of some of the stuff some of the catches and throws and stuff i i've before i'd done it i thought this is going to be difficult but you know we probably can pull this off type deal um and then you know people always ask oh, how many how many takes how many how long did that take to do and you know, one every time <laughs> every, every six why i wear that number on my jersey it's just one take call me one take any no but the genuine answer is it's never as long as you might think it's never as long as you might think we've not there's never been a shot that's taken days to do mm. and i don't think there's ever been a shot and you know you can't <clears> be wrong with this so i'm going to stick with it there's never been a shot that we've actually like given up on and been like, oh, we'll never, never make this shot. So, um, yeah, just I, it's been it's been fun and it's fun trying to think of cool new things to do and work out. Even though we haven't, in all honesty, we've not filmed a video in a while, but we're about to get back to it um, with the EP Sports guys. Cheeky, cheeky plug, not deliberate at all, but we're planning to do some bits with them. So that'll be that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I mean, what one achievement you did have was the, I say did, because it's now been broken, was the, was the world know. record. Okay. <laughs> With the Royal yeah. Cup, are you going to aim to set out and beat that once more and get your name back in there? Um, so, 
again, not 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 having a go at anyone in particular. The so that so that particular record was for the furthest kind of catch behind the back. Um, and I think the difficulty on the day was finding someone who could throw far enough. That's no yeah, disrespect to any. <laughs> um, but we found, we found, we think we have access to a jugs machine, which is allowed from the Guinness ah. Book of Records. So that might be the next portal. But all I'll say is watch this space because we, we know how to do it now. So that might be in the not too distant. That might be how we we make 2021 count, actually count for something. <laughs> oh, those drugs machines, they're going to replace me, I swear they are. <laughs> it, would be, it would be difficult, but yeah, they can replace me if they want. <laughs> but l- looking at the Royal Tour, but you, so yeah, that's coming up. Uh, obviously, it, it's a bit of a weird situation you've come to. So obviously, a lot of teams are now coming out of hibernation and sort of things, and they're coming back yeah. and they're saying, let's play one game and things like that. you just come out and just gone, let's do 14 dates. I think I think it's fourteen. I had a quick count. Yeah, fourteen, 14 dates. dates. You've gone all across the UK. I mean, you you don't do small ideas, do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 it is ambitious. Um, but it's got it's the, it's the, it, that's what's that's the fun in it. That's what is exciting, you know, for us because it's just like, yeah, we could try and do something small, kind of keep it regional. But the biggest thing for us, I think, is there's a couple of things. So. Everything we would right now, our biggest focus is let's just give everyone as much of an opportunity, as much of a, of a chance to play as possible. Play at every chance you get. If I wanted to play, uh, you'll forgive the term, normal football, soccer, um, I can go to the park, pay my two pounds, and I can play a game Saturday, Sunday, probably three uh, evenings in the week. And, and there's so many you know, different ways and opportunities and and modes and you know it, it could be five uh, goals little five aside league or whatever where you get to play and um i mean it's, it's not i don't think it's going to be very soon but in the not too distant future i think there should be a chance for anyone who wants to play to not have to you know uh wait or just just practice and then you have to wait for game days and you know it's and i know it's difficult coming out of uh, COVID. So I think that the thinking for us, because this is this is the third iteration of something uh, that we've tried to do uh, kind of since COVID began. Um, and the initial idea was knowing that contact would be an issue um, coming out of COVID. The, the whole tackling and tackle sports, we knew that from kind of stuff that the government was saying and looking at contact sports. Um, it would be difficult to get back to playing contact in a meaningful way very soon. So the initial question, it wasn't it wasn't flag-based, forgive me, flag people. It wasn't flag-based necessarily. It was actually more, how do we engage contact teams uh, in some competitive football, but allow them to do it where they can do it, you know, without the contact. So hence we had the um, the normal five, five on five flag that we play. Uh, but then we also have this seven seven on seven version, which, to be perfectly honest, I think most uh, contact teams will do it anyway. They'll call it Pascali uh, as a part of their yeah. practice, where it's the seven is basically the seven uh, the seven on offense is uh, all your skill positions, the quarterback and the center make up your so the center quarterback five eligible receivers. Whether you use them as running backs or not, that's up to you. Um, and they'll play against seven defenders, and it just helps work on the pass game without 
you know, the big bodies in there doing all the blocking and making a mess of everything. <laughs> um, but it was it was about how we go through and make sure that you know these teams have something to do. So this seven. So we initially started it. We looked at the. It was called the, the autumn autumn series autumn autumn tour. It was called uh, initially uh, back in September October last year. We managed to do one day up in Chester with the Chester Romans and their kind of collective. Um, a rugby club showed up on the day because they were just desperate for sport. They, they'd seen some NFL mm -hmm. games. They showed up in full, you know, the tight fit, and they were big dudes as well, like tight fit in rugby gear and the short shorts and stuff on an American football field, throwing this ball forward. It was a, one of the most awkward things I've ever seen, but they really enjoyed it, you know, absolutely loved the day. Um, and we did everything as, you know, as always, everything was within the COVID guidelines from BAFA, from the government, and it, it was a really fun day. Um, but it was just a chance to get people back out and playing competitive football uh, in a safe way. That's the that's the big kind of overarching statement or banner behind the Royal Tour. So, you know, what, what was the, the the start point? Was that you know when you said you had the Chester ones? Was that the point where you kind of went when you see like other teams turning up and rugby teams turning up? When you kind of went, you know, th this could go bigger. This could be a yeah, a whole, um, a whole season or a series. Yeah, it, 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 the I think the series idea was because we did it in Chester, and it was again, it, it's about going to taking the sport to people rather than everyone have to travel. Because one of the you know, you talk to anyone that play, that's played British American football, travel is a part of it. And I think generally, some people enjoy. it. I love being able to go to Reading, and I know cities and towns that I would I don't think I would ever have visited otherwise outside of you know uh, playing football. Um, so the travel is a part of it, but actually not everyone's able to travel or not everyone wants to travel all the time. So why don't we take these competitions to people where, oh, actually it's by me, you know, and it's it's not necessarily every week or every month. So there's not that big a commitment to it per se. Um, but again, it's not, especially the sevens format, it's not the helmets, it's not the shoulder pads. So you take away those expensive expenses, but it's not even the flags. You know, so because there's a lot of nuances in flag that they take learning. I, I think flag is a very straightforward, you know, version of sport to teach. But the seven on seven, it's one hand touch, so it's even, it's simpler still. You know, it's played on the same width as uh, normal American football, normal NFL, the fifty-three and a third yards wide in field, um, and you start from the forty-yard line going into the end zone. So you're only going one direction. There's only one end zone. Um, you make it. You don't teams turnover so it's a very fast pace very punchy you know there's no time we, we, we might be kind of give some timeouts um but there's not the long kind of gaps in between every change of possession and stuff um so it, it it's a it's something that is again easily taken to easily picked up and and that's the one of the biggest selling points behind it and why we thought actually this could be something where you know we can do a lot with this because i, I remember when i was 16 uh, nike did a, a, a you know just a massive open tournament in wembley stadium that my friends and i just you know just registered and and went to go and we had a really fun day didn't get anywhere at all i think we got we got, we got knocked out in the second round or something ridiculous so like 50 rounds um but that element of 
not needing a coach and a team manager and a welfare officer and all of that, but where you can just, in a very simple way, put a, a bunch of friends together in the same way that people do for your goals league or your, you know, little fiber side or your, even the Go Mammoth, I know some people know of the Go Mammoth uh, uh, organization down in London. Um, you get your friends together. It's not overly expensive and you can go and play. That's what we're really trying to focus on. So you mentioned then that the pitch is slightly different for the sevens and the the slight differences there. What what would be so a lot of the teams will be playing the five man flag or the the, the eleven man kitted, and that's that's what everyone knows. You kind of hit ground there for, with the numbers, and I think what what do you say the big differences are between the the fives, the seven, well, the mainly the fives and the sevens. Looking at that side, so and. T uh, technically, just so we, to clarify, technically sevens is elevens, just without the mm. O line and the D line, right? So the main differences are, I, I think, flag because the field is literally half the width, you know, of a full-sized American football field. There is there's literally less space, so you have to be more precise. You have to be more uh, accurate. Throws have to be, you know, right on the money, and it's so much quicker. You know, you know, in my in my opinion, than than full elevens uh, is. I think elevens uh, or sevens because there's so much more space. You can, I mean, some of these some of the athletes that are out there still get the ball around and it's flying and it's you know zipping, but a a lofted or errant pass in flag will do a lot more damage than one you know might in in sevens or elevens. So I think that's the those are the main differences. Having said that, um, one of the things we're hoping is to see people from. <laughs> I, I can't see that. I, did, I didn't see uh, any. any just I know someone who'd, uh, who'd, who'd really be happy if their path was seen as much better. Yeah. Um, but I, I think one of the things we're hoping happens is that also on both sides, uh, contact players come and give flag a go. You know, mm. because they see that, right, I don't have my helmet, shoulder pads. It's a chance to get more technically sound because you have to beat, right? You can't rely on, you know, uh, bumping someone off the line. So your feet have to be quicker. You've got to be able to move more fluidly. Your turns and stuff have to be sharper on defense. As a receiver, uh, the, the defense are reading, you know, every move, but they're lighter, they're free, you know, and they still can't hit you, but all they've got to do is touch you with one hand. So you have to get, you know, the, the space that you have is is less. Um, but also then for, uh, so contact guys coming to see what flag is like and flag guys to see how, um, contacts work Do the, are there concepts uh, within both that you could run the same, a, a, a two, a cover two in flag is very different to a cover two in contact because, you know, but then yeah, there are some similarities still, you know, that, that's what I thought the big thing would be. And, and we, we were talking about it a while ago is you will bring a proper defensive set of concepts, especially, yes. and, and and you're covering a whole field, which is wider and everything else. And mm -hmm. and that's what we said ourselves. We thought that would be quite interesting. And and definitely from a, a kidded side of, you know, it is uh, kid yeah. ah, flags, nothing. It's actually <laughs> quite a good mix in the, into the two that gets, yeah. gets the, the guys, because we run skelly, don't we, all the time in kid. You, mm -hmm. you run it, it's always, mainly because you don't have enough linemen in the first place. <laughs> but it's get, so so yeah. that's quite good. So they're naturally going to have a pretty good awareness of what that is. And you're absolutely right. They can then run all of their standard concepts, all of their yeah. 
but the defense can run fairly accurately towards proper zones yeah. and man and and whatever else so it, it sounds really good we we, we didn't yeah. realize the pitch was that wide so okay, okay. Yeah. so yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested i think that'd be really good and i yeah. see it's it's nice in between the two isn't it and exactly yeah. exactly I, I, and hopefully i said it the the fact that kind of it's not flag as separate to contact or contact as separate to flag everyone can kind of play this one it should hopefully draw more people into it from outside as well if they see you know that this on this expanse is being played uh, and then hopefully the more people that kind of come into this also then funnel back out into playing flag and contact and again it just it speaks to the thing i said earlier of right so i know uh next weekend is fives but then there's no fives again till three weeks time or four weeks time but actually in the meantime there's a seventh thing i can take part in go and play you know if you're playing contact in the meantime go and do that as well the contact guys will need you know always crying out for stuff to do in the off season this doesn't need as much uh again the the kind of the as I, I call it the days off afterwards you know the aches and pains you have from a contact yeah. game you know it's it's not as there as prevalent once you've done a, a non-contact session whether it's flag or, or seven so it's a chance to really work on techniques and speed and you know essentially accuracy in the off season as well so you say without the aches and pains of a of a, of a non-contact session I, I still come out with it out of the flag session <laughs> Yeah, genuinely. But then uh, he's, you need to you need to get to my level it, of fitness, don't you really, Marcus? <laughs> was it was it a shoulder based injury at least, Marcus? Was, was, it, was it a throwing? Oh. The car. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, is the week week before I didn't actually warm up and we were fine. And this yeah. time I thought, you know what? I'm going to warm up properly this time. And that, that was it. So yeah. Uh, what I what I like it, it's because when I played, obviously I I joined started playing when I was quite old anyway, so I was already <laughs> old when I started. And the best thing for me was that the Jets had the flag, so okay. I was going to do kit training and things like that, which was, was great. But I was never going to play. But then I was able to work on the skills and, you know, and this is back in a few years ago when we had Americans and Canadians around as well. And I learned so much from yeah. being able to go and do this flag stuff. Mm -hmm. All the technique fundamentals were the, were the same. The actual, especially for receivers and defensive backs, are yeah. not the play designs, but the actual fundamentals of what to do. And yeah. then I'm there exactly what you said. These Canadians, Americans, they've got nothing else to do. They, they, they will happily play football literally if they see kids playing in the street weren't Every they like chance. we yeah, were yeah. in soccer it's, it's that kind yeah. of thing and and it taught me so much just from playing around and having playing flag and learning the techniques and then I'm, I'm having some you know canadian receivers standing away talking to me about how to run a corner or run a, it was yeah. really good yeah. and, and and the thing is it crosses and it's trying to get people to realize especially if you're not a first team player and maybe your friend it's such a good way to get your skills up and, and improve um, and then take it back and mm -hmm. you will be better. And we coach this all the time, don't we, Marcus? We do it yeah. with American football. You need, you need the fundamentals. You've got to have the technique, yeah, every, uh, have the muscle memory. It's a different world. Yeah. And it's, um, the, it's the same is true at the, even at the yeah. highest level and, and, you know, Phoebe will support this. Like NFL players are working fundamentals all the time. So what excuse can, 
anyone else have yep. because you it, it's it's the it, it's you you're limiting the reaction time you're making everything that bit quicker and and to your point it, it's it, it's funny that we have this we seem to have the same conversation over and over where to catch a corner route looking over the wrong shoulder as you're running whether you've got a helmet on it, it's all the same it's all the same so Absolutely. right why not learn it in flag and i think a lot of people are coming through now that were fortunate to start flag at an early age and now they're going into contact and you can in, straight away you can see the difference in just the way they move and the, the natural way they, they will turn and adjust to certain situations on the field it's clear that they've they're well versed in moving in american football ways so you know the way you you move to tackle as a, as, as a corner or safety in flag you know <clears throat> start talking about near shoulder i won't go into all of that but it's, yeah. it, it should be the same approach when you're playing contact yeah, it should approach exactly the same way you know all of it the same so it, it's a great way to learn great way to learn yeah and we, we've always said it's, it's that once you've got the fundamentals and that and the muscle memories there it, and this is how we used to tell them is once you make that step up then the being hit and the the reading what's going on all of your base you're running your, your feet are going the right direction you're cutting at the right time your your depth of route or your depth of defense is, is already innate you, you're already so you're not thinking about those things and flag gives you that opportunity to have all of that happening and understanding and at the end of yeah. the day a 10 and in is a 10 and in whether you're running it <laughs> against five guys on a narrow pitch or 11 guys yeah. but the difference is is when you're running it against a load of guys who have flattened you you, you, you might you might running it and looking and you've got the head on a swivel yeah. type thing hundred percent is one of the best things and this what you're doing there hopefully will really get people into that who will then go and say god i love this because that's the best thing of it is running a route defending a route catching a ball yeah. defending a ball and then actually you move up and you can do all of that whilst being tackled and hitting that next level yeah. of it and i'm hoping what you're doing it should really find Fingers a whole crossed. load of people who can enjoy it and, yeah, and it was one, of the, one of the very best things we had a kitted player join us for uh, a kind of flag practice literally just this past weekend right and he messaged after you know uh, after the practice he sent a message into the group kind of being like oh you know in a very in his very cool cool guy way like oh flag is actually like kind of fun you know like yeah i've been telling you for a while but hopefully the more we can kind of see that and, and get that out of people because i think the other people the other thing that people don't realize is the reason i love absolutely love flag is when i realized i could run across the middle go up and high point the ball and not worry that I was going to be missing some ribs, you know, when I came down, <laughs> when I realized I, what, and they can't hit me. Oh, okay. This is, <laughs> you know, I can, <laughs> I can get involved here. Uh, it's so much, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like with the, the, the not having to concentrate too much on, on the hitting side and things like that. I mean, uh, there was a, we did a, an episode yesterday about coaching and stuff like that. And people are, in so dale kirby who's been playing the sport for years uh he, he was going on about how he was he he in his mind he knew what he was doing and then somebody else came in so john wise came in i mean john wise is a is a legend in in kitted football and american football he's in general calling him, call him the godfather he's, he's got that state <laughs> and he he, he turned around and said right here's how to run just a, a five-yard hook and it, they, they, they were doing things in there. And Dale said, like, he goes, I've never even thought about this part of my body being involved in it and doing it this way and things like that. And so when, when you don't have that bit of like the hitting side, again, like with, with the flag side, when, you, when you're running a five-yard hook, 
you can really concentrate, like you said before, on your feet, your your hands, and then like yeah, if you want to run across the middle and catch the ball at its highest point, yeah, you're you're going to come down conscious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Literally, I like to I like to have full cognitive abilities upon a landing. Um, but yeah, it, it does it strips away that 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 level of you know kind of I, I wouldn't call it fear because some people definitely live for the contact. I can name five guys I know who wake up and want to hit someone. Yeah, we know and I'm you. like, I'm not one of them. No, no, no. no. I, I want to. I'm an. There's I no one I, on this call that is. <laughs> I'm an. I'm an artist on the field. I'm a creative sort. Don't. Why do you have to hit <laughs> and destroy? So I'm just a monster? coward. <laughs> not even that. Like, but yeah, there, there are. You know, I, I think if you can take away that element of because I, for me, I think it's the same for defense. It's possible to hide behind aggression, if if that makes sense, as a defender. Because if you're the most aggressive guy, you can get a lot done without necessarily being technically sound, right? But if you put that same guy in a, in a situation where they can't just rely on, on straight aggression, they can't knock someone over, and they have to physically get to places, get to positions, chase someone, or, or drop to a zone, and then read. And it, it helps with so many different things outside yeah. of that, that then add that level of ability to the aggression and you, you've got yourself a whole completely different beast, you know, they the player. So, yeah, it, it should be positive and I hope there's a lot of um, learning education that comes out of it because it should, it should. There's no reason why What it sort of numbers of teams have you seen, you know, for the sevens, uh, like actual kitted teams? Have you, have you got quite a lot of interest? Uh, so we, in have a, we have a lot of interest. Um, I think mm. people... It, it, literally similar to what you said, and I think that it's on us in terms of how we communicate. We've got to make sure we do a better job um, because I don't think people know what it is still. So we've had a lot of questions in terms of what is the sevens? Who is it for? Is it because I, I think the very first question was someone asking, uh, "Is it contact sevens like in the in the women's league?" Mm. Um, and it's like, no, COVID is still very real, guys. We're still not, you know, not mm. doing contact in the, in that way, shape, or form, but. Um, we've had a lot of interest from um, university teams. Some senior teams are starting to, you know, catch wind of it. And, and get, so I, hopefully what we're going to do this weekend is we're going to have a bit of an exhibition game of the sevens. And um, we've got some, I'm not naming any names yet, we've got some special guests coming down, some real uh, American football royalty, not just us Jukes. Um, and we're going to try, you know, hopefully put on a bit of a, an exhibition show, film it, and and then hopefully show everyone what it is, what it looks like, how it how it feels, you know, to play it, um, which should then hopefully, you know, take up. Yeah, but the good yeah. thing is because there's so many dates and we've just closed registration for the London one down yesterday, but registration for all the others is still open, you know, till at least next weekend. And we closed down registration the week before every particular date. So the guys who, you know, are, wait, if we're coming over to you in like late May, early June, you don't, you know, you don't need to worry about anything yet, just, you know, yeah. Start getting ready, though. <laughs> get the vibe. <laughs> Start and get ready, yeah. The big question we had earlier, so on the sevens, what does the centre do? So the the centre is, 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 ineligible. Is, is, so there's not really a centre, to be honest. Um, so what people will do is have their seventh person just snap the ball and then you turn around and watch. Or the quarterbacks are allowed to start with the ball in their hands, so you don't technically need a, a seventh man or seventh person on uh, defence. Uh, on offense, sorry. right? Yeah. yeah. So effectively, it, it's a dead. But on defense, it's it's obviously huge because yeah, it gives yeah. You 
you have the extra the coverages. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is pretty much the same. And you know, you know, you normally have. I say normally, a lot of defense will run a four, you know, D line, you know, down lineman type deal. So the seven that they have is the same seven. The only difference is that they can't blitz. Um, that was my next question. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> brilliant. No, yeah, no blitzing, but it's a it's a four second. Uh, I don't want to say play clock because that confuses the actual play clock. Yeah. Um, but it's a four second shot clock. Shot clock was yeah. the closest thing we could think about where once you snap it, you've got. But even that, and one the one thing I think we're lacking as well in Great Britain. No offense to anyone on this particular call or anyone out of there, is quarterbacks and quarterbacks who are able to stand in the pocket and read a field you know it's i so i've i've recently moved to uh i'm trying to apply my words in as a quarterback in flag and i'm just like i don't know how calvin yeah, does it because it's just body I'd, I'd rather run around and and catch a ball than try and read this and oh that defender dropped there didn't you see no <laughs> i just I'd say, I'd I just say that to marcus all the time i i know mm. everything i know the plays like you probably do i know the fundamental yeah. I know where i would be i know where everyone put me at a quarterback i just throw the first person <laughs> in the move and, yeah, and i exactly. can't i can't i yeah. know everything that's going on and i i can't right. do it so it's, it's, it's an amazing skill set to be able to be yeah. A, yeah but now imagine 14 15 yeah. 16 year olds who are put in that position mm. having to read this white field getting you know decent cues from coaches as to yeah. right on this play we're running smash your read is the corner if the corner sits throw the corner uh, if the yeah. the corner the, the cornerback if the cornerback sits throw the corner route if the cornerback bails throw the, you know and then they're really like looking off safeties and starting to practice those things from a much earlier age it's got to put them in a good stead for when they're 16 17 mm -hmm. looking at their options and it's about giving people options you know options to play educational options you know there's so many different ways to to look at it and and try and help people so i'm just trying to bring up your your I'll be going to the, the photos while you've been while you've been talking about this stuff <laughs> okay got your, your the team registration open ready to go and you know, i mean look, look into your photos it's like a family photo album you, you i mean <laughs> you, you've gone everywhere I mean, how, how, as a I'm, I'm guessing you can't give me the exact number but as, as, a, as the uk dukes what countries and how many countries have you been to and how, how, how much has football sort of given you out of this from this side of it ah uh, um I'll start, I'll, start, I'll start with the questions as i can um i mean it's it's a, a real genuine blessing to be able to travel and do football like i don't i don't think for me i don't think there's any better combination of things i would rather be doing um and you get to meet we've got so many friends you know genuine people who lifelong people that you know you know and you, whatever they need wherever they are like you'll help out um i, I wouldn't know i wouldn't know where to start in terms of countries uh I, i'm trying to run to like spain portugal sweden germany obviously um italy Ireland, obviously, Ireland, Ireland and Scotland. I don't know if those count, but they're in there. Um, but I, I think the other element of it is as well is is going to places, but meeting other international teams that that fly into. So you know, you go to a big ball, for example, and you've got teams there from all over um, Russia. Like it's crazy. You go to the um, fair enough, not as the Dukes, but uh, with Team GB, you go to Worlds or Euros, and there were all those you know people coming in as well. 
Um, but it's just about, again, just being authentic, being genuine, giving people time, giving people your time. I, th I think that, you know, there's nothing more valuable if you can give someone your time and genuinely be interested in them and what they're doing. Um, because it's, it's funny, one of the things we're really, we're really bad at, you know, I'll speak for myself, I'm really bad at kind of selling, uh, this is the Dukes and we do X, Y, Z. I'm just like, you know, we throw some balls around and, we, and then we catch them and, and, and it's, it's a lot of fun and we enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I, Family, I like that the family photo album. Um, we've been able to travel in terms of what football is given. I said there's so many. I think it's the people, the stories, the experiences that you can't you can't buy. It. You know you can't pay for that. So that's the. It's a real blessing, a real real blessing. I mean, final question for me on this episode. I mean, again, it's been great to talk to this one. Again, going through the photos, you've got everything covered is there any what is what is there that you, know, you really want to do and step into so obviously you've got you've got like thirteen thousand. well you're 23 short hopefully this video will get you the extra 23 pieces you need <laughs> if, if if you want we'll do a deal like if we get you up to thirteen thousand, you've got to try and get us up to like 500 deal i think that's we're, a deal hands down we're on 400 that's our big goal for this year go so you've, you've got You've got the 13,000 followers. You've got world tours, royal tours. You've got books. You've got a clothing line. <laughs> what else is there where you can sort of sit there and go, look, everyone's got goals in there. What, what is the goal for the UK Dukes apart from just to, to keep going? And uh, I, mean, I don't there's know what so, you can do. Uh, there's, there's still lots to do. There's still lots to do. Genuinely, it's, it's when I get... Uh, if I have too much time, it's a, it's not a good thing. It's better I keep if I can keep busy because, you know, think of these crazy ideas and then find a way to put them through. Um, it what we so initially we started off with the videos, yeah, but then we I think in a, around the time just before Phoebe started or around the time Phoebe started, the plan became to just build a brand, right? Build a brand that wherever people saw it, if it was attached to whatever it was attached to, people would know it was high quality. People would know it was American football. People would know it was fun. And it, as long as it met those three things, then let's try and get the brand on there, you know? So um, I think it's just, if I yeah, if I ever have a bit of uh, too much time, I, there's things we want to do. We want to, there's a, I, we want to build, this is looking way in the future. It'd be great to build a, have a purpose-built facility, you know, have a big Jukes logo on the side with big white light trimming behind it, but somewhere where um, the, one of the facilities I really, really admire is the one over in Bristol at, at the Filson campus, where, you know, they've got, excuse me, they've got an indoor pitch. They've got the gym in the facility. They've also got then the outdoor 3G and other grass pitches around it, where it doesn't have to be all American football all the time, but that's what it will be there for primarily, you know? Um, so yeah, you heard it here first. We're, we're trying to build a, a purpose-built Jukes facility. That'll be somewhere further down the line. But it, it's important to keep, and as I said, I've alluded it to it earlier as well. It's important to not uh, rest on laurels. We, we always, you know, what's the what's the next thing? How can we engage people in it in a different way? How can we bring more people to the sport? Because the the benefits I think of American football, even if you never travel, just being a part of a team and and 
learning how to communicate the the way you know the the reason and the way we're able to sell it into schools and stuff is is look these kids, the children will get leadership skills they learn to talk to each other they learn to communicate they learn what it means to be part of a team because you know i've been to many a uh, 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 soccer or touch rugby tournament primary school level a team's got you know a, a, an all you know an all star type individual and they win the whole thing but maybe two or three children had anything to do in the actual winning in american football if you're you know you could be the best at throwing running catching tackling all that you can't do it all if you're going to throw you, you need to have someone to throw it to if you're the best at catching someone's got to get it to you so there's such a big emphasis on team and everything you need to make people really good members of their communities is within this sport and i think at the very at the at the uh, you know foundation of it all that's why we keep push, pushing american football because of the benefits it will give people whatever they choose to do you know sorry i went on a bit of a <laughs> uh, it's, it's really valid and, and it's, yeah. it's always when back in the day when we did it that's the thing we used to sell it for the most is it mm. genuinely is a team sport yeah. um and it takes unfortunately people don't know the sport do they when you're trying to sell it no, no, no. and that's one of the problem and it's like yeah. when they see it happening they're, they're like oh yeah i get it now it's yeah really genuinely is one of those things that you can't operate if you don't have the players you know and, and it's yeah. the, even the lowest person could be the 11th but you need that person anyway yeah. because if even if they can't run very well or catch very well they're still occupying something or they're doing something that allows yeah. something else it's yeah true yeah it's, it's really true and it's hard to get that message through sometimes yeah. it but, is it yeah. is but I, I think again we look, we look at something as because even i think flag you know stuff like flag and uh this 707 non-contact it makes it easy to see and understand you know if you, you take away that element you can understand quite clearly oh well they're trying to get the ball in there it's a bunch of set pieces but yeah. it's easier to see and understand what's going on which should hopefully again Get more people to like it <laughs> so how, how do you sign up because i don't think we uh, really so, covered it you flashed the page no sorry yeah yeah uh, so we set up a we set up an instagram page for it uh, and we're trying to use that as the main point of com communication on everything to do with the tour we are kind of then doubling up with the dukes page and uh our facebook page but the instagram handle is at dukes.royal.t um uh and once you go on on there uh you can follow the link in the bio it will take you to a register <laughs> it will take you to a, a registration page um and then uh yeah we take things from there but that should have all the information we're trying to be really good we've got faqs and all sorts of, it's the most official we've been in it feels like a long time but again covid took away a year so yeah, <laughs> in that one. yeah. yeah. Filter so off of all your Instagram models, Marcus. <laughs> like young enough to use Instagram, I'm all right. I'm hiding behind the stern of oh, Facebook yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> so what, what we'll do is once, once this is all finished, we'll, we'll, we'll be sharing the links for you, and we'll try and get you as much on on this one as possible. And hopefully, <laughs> sorry, I've just seen the hashtag at the bottom. Hashtag push for thirty. <laughs> That's what we'll I was there. Don't worry. Yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> hopefully i mean i've been looking at the dates and i've got obviously because we've got like baffer season coming up we've got outlaw season we're gonna have the the, the royal tour as well and I, I'm, I'm my son plays as well so i've got the junior season flag season to look at as well 
I'm hoping that I can find a gap in there and I will come down to one of the UK Dukes ones. That'd and be, we'll, yeah. hopefully we'll be covering, I mean, we, we try and cover as much of the game as possible. <laughs> so we'd love to be able to come down, do some commentary on the games, try and work out what's going on. Yeah, if, if, you're, if you're free and able on that, that moment in time, I'm guessing running a tournament is going to be taken up most of your time during that game day. Uh, potentially, but I, we we it's a really it's quite a slick operation now. So once we've done these first few in London, it should be very smooth. We've got a lot of um, protocols in place as we have to for COVID reasons. So that's the only thing I'll say. Just let us know which one of them you are coming to, and, and we'll just we'll make sure we we work it. But it'll be amazing. We'd love to have you down. You know, the more the more we can shout about it, the better. And you guys are fun to talk to. So that's it. You just got the the juke stamp verified. There you go. <laughs> I had one final tiny little question. Referees, oh, no. how are you? How are you managing that? Uh, so we, so we have, we're doing it kind of in house. Um, okay. What we, one of the things we wanted to do was to get away from teams having to self officiate. Brilliant. Uh, so essentially, and to talk you, talk you through the protocols really quickly. Uh, but the five on five flag teams are registering. Their squad numbers are capped at seven. Um, so again, another benefit is. People are going to have to play both ways. Hopefully, they're learning about positions they might not have played um, previously. Um, capping the squad sizes at sevens means we can have four teams in a half a field, as and it, and it sticks within our rule of thirty. So then, the remaining two on that field will run the tournament and um, be the referees as well on the on the day. So um, we're kind of reaching out to people to help with that um on the days um but it kind of depends on what location and we we're in and kind of who we have who we know as as contacts so there you go paul's going to sign up as a referee he's always going down at <laughs> no, no, he's the best referee in, in, the, in the in the country <laughs> you got yourself down as a center in the sevens it is squads of nine so you might end up having to play defense or something yeah. so just just be aware. <laughs> be aware. You could be that like, the reserve on defense part. We'll keep, we'll keep you on that pitch. I'll be the tenth man. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, it's been great talking to you. Yeah, thanks for for joining us. And yeah, we'll be looking forward to this UK Duke tour. And yeah, obviously, we're just looking forward to just flag football in general. Now that's all that's all we want yeah. to see. Yeah. It's, it's been nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's been a long time. But yeah. like I said, Kenny, thank you for joining us, Pod. It's thank I would you. say it's a pleasure, but you've been here. <laughs> no, thank you for having Guys, me. Guys, we appreciate it. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and Fifteen Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customized sportswear supplies.